Hello, welcome back to the Film Gone Rogue podcast. Uh, today I am with my co-host Matthew. Hello. And today we are going to be talking about the topic of phone cameras and how they've gotten increasingly better over the years. So, uh, the first phone I'd like to talk about is quite a big phone, gotten a lot of traction, uh, very well known, uh, Samsung Galaxy S9. Uh, its camera hasn't really changed much from the S8, aside from its uh, really wide f1.5 aperture lens, uh, which allows uh, to let much more light in, brightening up shots and making the details much crisper. Uh, the camera, like uh, the camera, has automatic uh, aperture to widen it when light levels reach below 100 lux. Uh, its camera is just extremely good for a phone and is very, like, is for a phone very well equipped. What do you think about it? Yeah, I totally agree. I, I wouldn't say it's the best for recording with the capacity of uh, 720p for the max resolution is not the best for film, but for photo and light I think it's quite good. Yeah. So, uh, well, second on the list is the Huawei Mate 20 Pro. I think it's a brilliant camera. My uh, dad has one, so I've I've experienced how good the photos are. It's 899 pounds, which is pricey for a phone, but so is every other phone nowadays. So yeah, it's got the 40 megapixel RGB camera with great dynamic range. And a 20 megapixel wide angle lens, which is quite nice to see on the phone. Uh, the zoom is 90 millimeters. Well, no, not zoom. The length of 16 millimeters, which so you can shoot large group of people up close, which is nice. While using, if you use panorama, you can get 80 millimeters in the shot. The it's obviously optical zoom because you don't have an external lens. But the max ISO is 400 ISO, which is quite nice to see on the phone. And it's a very versatile phone setup if you want to get into a photography game on the phone. Dylan, your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I think I I like the uh, the Mate 20 Pro. I think is a very solid phone. It's, it's got a good camera and has like good battery life. It is a good all-round phone. Uh, but I think I'd still, in my opinion, I'd probably go for the Samsung just because I prefer. What Samsung has, but definitely Mate 20 Pro, good phone all round. Uh, and then next up, we have the uh, iPhone XS and XS Max, uh, which are the most expensive phones that we have here. But they are—they take reliable photos, pretty good, uh, and have uh, 4K video at 60 FPS, which is fairly rare to find on a phone. Uh, but of course, you are paying around a thousand pounds at least to get this phone uh, the phone has two cameras on the rear both 12 megapixels uh, using sony sensors one's a wide angle lens and the other is a 2x telephoto lens uh, the main difference between this and the iphone x is that the sensor from the main camera now has larger pixels uh, up from 1.22 um to 1.4 um which enhances its abilities in low and poor light, as well as in video. Uh, whilst the image quality is, is really good, uh, 
capturing footage at 4K resolution, the maximum frame rate of 60 FPS. Uh, nothing, like no other phone, comes with that quality video. It's uh, it's a very good phone, very good video, uh, especially it's because it's 4K 60 FPS. But at the same time, you are paying around a thousand, two hundred plus for the phone. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think the thousand pound phone's a bit over the top, and I don't really see why people would pay that much for it. And personally, I hate iPhone. I'm gonna get slaughtered for that. But I'd much rather the Samsung over this. It's just better. And yes, it's got a very good camera at 4K, so brilliant for vlogging. It's just I wouldn't really recommend it for the price and just operating system. So up next we've got the Google Pixel 3, which is best for portrait shots. And it comes in at £739. Uh, it's got a remarkable uh, camera with loads of features. 12 uh, megapixel rear camera. Uh, electric image stabilizer best for low light photography uh, it's good in good light but super dynamic range well superb dynamic range it's got the brand new smartphone photography benchmark so it's a very good camera it's made by google like a brand you can touch well trust i suppose you could trust like most brands but they're good for like uploading to the cloud and stuff, which if you don't have much to think. Uh, nice blurry black backgrounds, which like so you can get nice crisp outlines. Um, 4K resolution, which is very nice to see. Um, the rear camera is 12.2 megapixels with an aperture of 1.8, which is very big. Well, not very big, but lets a lot of light in. And uh, the front camera is a dual 8 megapixel, which is lovely to see. Yeah, I I very much like the phone. Uh, I'm not sure if I would personally go for it, but the specs do make it a very worthy purchase. Uh, next up, we have the OnePlus 6T, which uh, has a rear camera of a 60 megapixel and 20 megapixel aperture f 1.7, with optical stabilization, and can shoot video at. 2160p at 60fps as well as a 16 megapixel uh, front camera uh, it the uh, cameras but the rear cameras both work hand-in-hand hand, uh, which produces amazing quality pictures uh, this is very much I feel like this is more orientated towards pictures and the quality of the pictures is all up all the way up there with the galaxy S9. Yeah, I, t I totally agree with you there. It's, a, it's good for the price, very nice. Uh, up next, we have the. Oh my god, I can't even pronounce it still. How do you say it? Number six. Where? The Motorola Moto G6. Yes, uh, Motorola Moto G6. It's the best, well, I think it's the best camera for the budget price because it's £219, which is the cheapest option of all these cameras. It's the best smartphone, the best camera for less than £200. Dual arrangements, you get two cameras, uh, 12 megapixel at 1.8, and the lens is a 5.5 megapixel. 2.2 uh, depth sensor, which is nice to see, and outdoor colours are wonderful. 
plenty of detail in all the things and you could see the outline of like any building like bricks you could see the lovely outline it's good for indoor use uh, nice visual noise well indoor it does have some visual noise the rear camera is a 12 megapixel and a 20 megapixel aperture is 1.8 as we've seen on most phones video resolution is 1080p which is quite nice it's better than the uh, S9 and the front camera is 8 megapixel yeah I think this is definitely a good option if you are a little tight for cash because it has, it, it's got good specs but in comparison to say one of the more expensive ones for example like the uh, Mate 20 or the S9 it's it's specs just don't quite line up but if you are tight on cash it is definitely a good option for you yeah and well last but not least this wasn't actually on a list but I just thought I'd add it in now is the red phone which is obviously what most filmmakers go for because red is the best uh, video camera out there it's 8k it's around if I can find a price here in uh, UK in dollars it's 1200 oh no I found the pounds here it's 985 pounds is the red hydrogen phone if you haven't heard of it Android 6 gigs of RAM uh, 5.7 inch display at 2k and it, the screen is 3d which is the first I've ever seen on a phone charger is a USB-C and it does have a headroom jack which is a uh, very nice to see you can get in titanium or alloy aluminium sorry which is very nice to see on a phone like you get more custom customizability I, I can't speak today, it's bloody nearly 11 at night, which I just probably isn't late to most of you. But it's, it's yeah, it was awarded the phone of 2018. It's a cinema camera company, so yeah. Dill, your thoughts on the red phone? <coughs> I think I, I, like the, I like the fact that a camera company has made a phone that has a good camera, but I feel like they focus too much on their teased... Um, 3D lens rather totally than agree with you. actually making their lens properly and also there, here's one thing that I don't like is the fact that it uses its own operating system which is a different version of Android which um, runs their own uh, app store which I personally don't like because it does limit the amount of apps you can download uh, yeah. which is something that I don't like on a phone I like to have either the Google Play Store or on an iPhone the App Store so you get you can get all the apps that a regular phone would get yeah I totally agree because they did tease a lot with the phone and yeah the running this in operating system is a bit risky when you're launching a new phone I say just leave it on Android because well yeah it limits the number of apps and most people aren't going to be familiar with that so I just wouldn't do it there yeah I, I really do not like alternative app stores I like I there's the only one that I use personally is Play Store or the App Store because that is where the majority of apps are put up which because if especially if you want to find apps for extra settings on your phone so say your phone software didn't wasn't that good uh, you could download 
an app that gave you control over, say, aperture and shutter speed. Yeah. But with an alternative app store, not many of them are put up, which I think is quite a big setback. Yeah, and you probably won't be able to get many apps on it as well. There's only probably certain apps on there, not like every app, like they would be on the Play Store or the App Store. Yeah, because the Play, the Play Store and App Store have hundreds of thousands, if not millions of apps on them. Yeah. And then Red's own store only has a couple of hundred, which... It's not enough. Um, yeah, but at the same time, if you, if you have this phone, it's probably not going to be your daily driver. It's probably going to be a phone that you use Show solely off. for the camera. Yeah. Like, because with you probably have a smaller phone that's more compact and has the other functionalities that most regular phones would have. So you'd say either have say like a P20 or a Mate 20 or like a Samsung. Yeah. Rather than one of the red phones, just like because that is not. What it's you, just not worth you it. Commonly use. Yeah, there's such there's a such a large setback. Like it's a 3D phone, which is impressive to see, but it's just not worth it. Really not. Yeah, I feel like it is. If you are looking for a good quality cat phone that has an insane quality camera, then it would be useful. And if you don't mind the drawbacks of the Play Store, then it is pretty much perfect for, in terms of camera. Yeah, yeah it's but absolutely perfect you, for camera. Yeah, if you do want to use it as a daily driver, then it's just not that useful, in my opinion. No. Obviously, other people might think differently, but for me, I just wouldn't really consider using it unless their app store started to rival the Play Store. Then I think I'd use it much more. Or they just use their Android instead of their own thing, it would probably get yeah, much more sale. I don't mind their own operating system. I think it looks pretty clean. I think it's just the fact it's the alternative app store that I don't like. Yeah. You use the Play Store and be much better, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, if they use the Play Store, I would hundred percent consider using it. Also, the price a thousand pounds back to like the iPhone X. It's yeah. quite a lot for Cause, a phone. Because with the iPhone XS, you do get the clean iOS operating system and then you also get the app store which is a main app yeah. store and not to diss the red phone to be honest it doesn't no. look that nice either I think it it has its niche and it works in its niche extremely well mm. I think I would consider using it if I really needed a phone that had that extreme camera quality. Yeah. But as it's already been said, it isn't that mainstream. So I think if they start working on it more, maybe reaching, adding some more lenses and pr getting more marketing, I think it, it would very much improve. Yeah, 100%. Uh, so I think I've, I would consider using it, but it's not really the phone for me. I'd pr much. I probably prefer to use a like a, the Samsung S9 or the iPhone XS as my daily driver instead of the Red. But if I did want a phone with the extreme camera quality and the uh, manual lens, like the external lens, I would definitely consider using the Red phone. 
yeah, so I think uh, we'll end it there. If you want to check how our um, server, so, Jesus Christ, I'm terrible at this. If you want to check out our Patreon, it's www.patreon.com slash films gone rogue. I said it wrong last one. No spaces, films gone rogue. Also, our YouTube is film gone rogue. Spaces in that. Probably won't find it because there's nothing on there at the moment. And hopefully, you listen to this on Spotify. So, if you are, make sure to heart the playlist and listen to all our other well, podcasts. Yeah, so I think that just about wraps it up. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, we will see you in the next episode, which will be on drones. Goodbye.